Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live Alternative Parties podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. and Alternative Parties Books Publisher sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Welcome to the Long Live Alternative Parties podcast. Today we have someone who's running for governor. Mr. Cordell is running for governor. So welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. If we could get started by you kindly introducing us to yourself, giving us a brief biographical sketch. Okay. Um, so I guess the very beginning, my name is Seth Cordell. Um, my wife and I are both chiropractors. We have a couple offices in central Kansas. Um, I was born and raised in central Kansas, lived here most of my life. Um, born and raised in a very conservative um, Catholic household, which kind of comes into play where, you know, lots of rules and everything like that. And then um, I pretty much followed that all through high school. And then I went off to college and kind of continued in that. But then um, due to an injury, I had to quit uh, sports. I played college football and track. So I had a uh, third and a string of very bad concussions, which knocked me out for a long time. And, that sent me on a journey where I discovered the rest of the world. Um, you know, traveled a decent bit, uh, all, all domestic, but I got to see a side of life that I didn't see in, you know, small town Kansas. My hometown has about 500 people. Okay. And I started to understand more about how a lot of people live their lives and really showed me that that very uh, very starch conservative small town mindset you know wasn't maybe the best thing out there but I didn't know what else there was so I kind of bounced around a little bit um, in, in all areas of my life and then ended up uh, meeting my wife got married at the age of 30 went back to chiropractic school and um, that lead, led me to where I am today. As far as being in, you know, a third party or an alternative party, I, I decided uh, to join the Libertarian Party oh, about the time of the Johnson campaign. Okay. Um, I started looking at what else was out there because I viewed my, and, and I've learned a lot more since then, but I, I viewed my economic policy as being more conservative you know, the, the small government that the Republican Party claims to be. Um, but my social views were more on the liberal side. And so I was looking for something to fit. And then after joining the liberal uh, Libertarian Party, I really started investigating more into um, the Austrian School of Economics, and that's what really sealed the deal for me with Libertarians. Interesting. So since you're a chiropractor, how does your chiropractic profession inform your political views? Um, well, I guess, you know, chiropractic is lumped into an overarching um, alternative medicine sure. scope, um, which I, you know, does fit my personality. I've never, or, you know, since high school, haven't really been one that just tries to follow the mainstream, but... Now, the 
the main thing that made me go into chiropractic was I wanted to be in healthcare, but I was very frustrated with the healthcare system in America. And I also knew that I wanted to be my own boss, that I wouldn't really be happy working for a huge clinic or hospital, you know, where I still couldn't really set my schedule. I had days, you know. I, I wanted to, if I wanted to go to my niece's ball game or my nephew's football game or something like that, I wanted to be able to say, you know, I'm not going to work this evening. So that was a big part of it. And that working for myself, self-reliant streak that I have also fits in with my libertarian ideals and that you know, I believe it is the responsibility of the individual to take care of themselves. Uh, so I, I think that fits in there too. Sure. So kind of and being in healthcare, I was going to say being in healthcare is also a very heavily regulated area where I think if the government would <laughs> take a few big steps back, it would it would help with the cost of everything. But that makes sense. That sounds like a natural link between libertarianism and your profession and. You see the regulation firsthand. So kindly tell our audience what office you're running for. I am currently seeking the nomination uh, of the Libertarian Party for the governor of Kansas. Okay. Uh, being a alternative party, a minor party, as we're called in Kansas, we don't have primaries. We have our convention coming up in April. And at convention, then we will vote for who gets the nomination for the office. Sure. So what issues are on your campaign platform? Um, well, it's, it's kind of funny. People say, oh, yes, of course you're you know, pro-weed. Uh, full legalization of cannabis is a big part of my platform. I lumped that in with my criminal justice reform. Okay. So my criminal justice reform would full legalization of cannabis, uh, so recreational cannabis. Right now there's a bill going through Kansas uh, for legalization of medicinal, but even then there wouldn't be any combustibles allowed, so it's only edibles that you'd be able to buy, which just allows the state to regulate things even further. So, full uh, legalization of cannabis. And so then along with that, um, the possession of any drug would be dropped to a misdemeanor. Oh. Um, I, uh, another part of my personal backstory is that I'm a recovered alcoholic. I, oh. I have been through recovery. I have a lot of friends that have been through recovery for a lot of different substances. and. I've heard so many times that, you know, I could have gone for help sooner, but I knew I would go to jail. You know, drug addicts are scared to get help because they know they're facing prison time for possession. And so if we could decrease the possession to a misdemeanor, that will allow those people to not be so afraid to go and seek help. Um, I also am not against for-profit uh, private prisons, so we would be reducing the prison population that way. And 
So that's that, that's the bulk of my criminal justice reform. Now, there's there's a lot more to it, but then with my uh, uh, I call it free market food platform. Okay, it would be I don't know if you're familiar with Maine and their cottage food laws. No, um, I'm not. I, I, I wasn't aware of it until I started developing this platform and someone pointed out, oh, like Maine's cottage food laws. Yeah, so um, not something that I was fully aware of until I started developing this, but the way the law is written, and this would be for, for any state, as long as a product or produce doesn't cross state lines, it is not subject to federal laws. So the state, at the state level, we can reduce regulations on small farms that allow them to sell their goods for profit. Right now, there are a lot of small farms that are suffering or even just shutting down because they are unable to afford to keep up with the regulations that the state is putting on them. The state, and most states do this, not just Kansas, with a lot of things, they just copy the federal laws over into their state laws. So we would rewrite our state laws so that as long as something was grown, produced, manufactured, and sold in the state of Kansas without crossing any state lines, we would have relaxed regulations on those products so that the farmers can make more money. This would allow your neighbor uh, to put up a greenhouse and grow tomatoes to sell to the restaurant down the street. Whereas right now, state laws don't allow that because um, they're, they're not paying the state to inspect it and a whole course of other things. Sounds like it would be a good idea. I never heard of cottage foods before. Yeah, Maine has their cottage food laws, so it would basically be expanding upon what Maine did with their cottage food laws. Sounds good. And then my third platform is more of a philosophical one, and it's limited and local, that I believe for government to be the most efficient it can be, the power within government needs to be limited and local. So you can, at the state level, it's extremely libertarian, where there's very few state laws and regulations, and then the counties can make things as strict as they want. So more power comes from the county level, actually, than from the state level. Because just like it's easier to reach your state representative or your state senator than it is to reach your national representative or national senator, then it's that much easier than to get a hold of your county commissioner or your city uh, commissioner. So who's your target audience as you seek this nomination? Who in the Libertarian Party are you trying to persuade? Um, You know, it's not as much for me going after, you know, trying to get the Libertarians. the big thing for me, especially where we're at right now, and I, I think all, all of the alternative parties are going to be thinking this way, more and more people are becoming aware of how the two-party system is failing. That 
the two parties are basically inverse images of each other. They're the same thing. They All they want to do is divide, and then that way they can do whatever they want. More and more people are realizing that we need more options. And so my goal for this campaign is to try to get out there and show people that there are more than two options and to try to inspire other people to run for offices, especially, you know, their city council, their county commission, uh, try to get more people to get involved in politics. That sounds good. So for our audience out there who may be in your area or they may be elsewhere, how can they support your campaign? Um, our website is Cordell4Kansas.com. For the number four? Or is it F-O-R? F-O-R. Okay. Cordell4Kansas.com. So they can go on that website and donate and or volunteer? Yep, there's a listing of my platforms. Um, there's a contact page. There's a donate page. All right. Sounds good. And uh, all of the other information will be there. Okay. Sounds good. I trust people will go there. So when is this nomination occurring? Uh, April 23rd is when we have our convention. Okay. As of now... Um, there's nobody else that is lined up to run against me, uh, but that, you know, could always change. So, the, the big thing for me, you know, like you said, you know, what kind of market are you trying to reach within the Libertarian Party is, one thing that I've committed to in my campaign is that I'm always going to be myself. You know, I, I'm not going to change anything about me or the way I want to say things. So, um, you know, my, I gave you the goals of my campaign, and with that, the way that I'm messaging everything is, you know, I, I want people to understand that there are rational libertarians. I know we get a bit of a, a bad reputation, if you will, for uh, some of our antics, but there, there are those of us out there that are really trying to... Um, reach out and help people and just show people that there is a third choice. Sounds good. So, Seth, thank you for coming on the podcast today and talking about your campaign. We wish you all the best in that campaign and may you get that nomination come April. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. All the best to you, the Libertarian Party of Kansas, and everyone else you associate with. All right, thank you. Take care.